Welcome to Gen Z Matters, where we bring our perspectives to the world. Today, for our second episode, I am thrilled to be joining Abba from Address Teen Stress. Hi, Abba. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So would you mind telling me a little bit about what your organization is and what you guys do for that organization? Yeah, of course. So hi, everyone. My name is Abba Shrestha. I'm from the DFW area of Texas, and I'm a rising high school senior. I'm also the co-founder of the Address Teen Stress organization. So basically, Address Teen Stress is a mental health initiative with the goal of bringing awareness to the stress teens face as well as mental health issues and topics. So our overall goal is not only to start the conversation of what teens face in their day-to-day lives, but also offer resources and help them navigate through these crucial yet vulnerable years of their lives. So we've been slowly accomplishing this goal step-by-step through our numerous different kinds of series. So our Teen Stories Told series is where we interview teens and give them the opportunity to share their mental health stories and what they've been doing that's helped them when obstacles have arisen. We also had the chance to speak to slash interview women in pageantry, such as Miss San Antonio and Miss Pennsylvania Collegiate USA, to share their stories as their campaign is tied up with mental health through our series called Behind the Crown. And this showcases how there are more than just a pretty face, but they have a story that has inspired them to do what they're doing. Wow, that was really, really interesting. Thank you so much for talking about it. I think that the work you guys are doing as an organization is really, really important. Usually it's not really talked about the amount of stress and the things that we're going through as teenagers and some of the initiatives such as the teen stories told are really important. So specifically, why did you choose to get involved with mental health rather than any other cause? So um, basically, this actually coincidentally started at school. So there's a school club called HOSA, formerly known as the Health Occupation Students of America organization, now known as Future Health Professionals. So this was all started part of a school competition, specifically the mental health promotion competition. Mental health is something that has always been very important to me because growing up as a first-generation Nepalese-American, mental health wasn't really prioritized growing up because the differences as I was born in America and my parents were born as immigrants moving here to America, I was raised differently than they were. And so mental health is something that I wanted to bring awareness to. And so that's how this organization founded in July of 2022. So it's been about like a year now. And it's something that I wanted to do past the competitions. I realized that this is something that I'm really passionate about and I wanted to talk about. And through this organization and through the interviews I've had with teens, I learned about stories that really, really opened my eyes when it came to talking about mental health and how bringing awareness about it could really help other teens that are suffering through mental health issues that really don't know what to do next. So this is more of an organization to help them. Wow, that's amazing. The initiative and your background, they sort of bring a new kind of perspective for people who aren't able to usually have the resources and the ways to reach out. So props again for the work that you guys are doing. That's amazing. So I think that this would be like a nice way to transition into some of the mental health issues that we're facing in our society. To my knowledge, at least, and what I've experienced in my school environment, there have been a lot of stress-inducing factors that lead to the mental health of students, at least in our generation, deteriorating. So what are some of these mental health issues that are being caused by stress? 
So for sure, when we talk about specifically school, like you were saying, something that's very, very prevalent regarding high schoolers would be the academic pressure that we have, especially in the Asian community. It's usually like very highlighted and targeted, but through America and through the world, high schoolers have known to be piloting AP classes and trying to get the highest grades to get the best GPA to become the auditorian or salutatorian top 10 in their class. A lot of us are really pressurized with trying to balance that academic and social life because that's something that's very, very important that, you know, as young adults, we're starting to learn how to do, but also, you know, we get burned out really easily and we think, hey, we, I have to prioritize this over that or I can't spend time with my friends or I might get a B or instead of an A on a test. So the academic pressure that is usually on us is really, really big and is a really big stressor among teens. Actually, in the beginning of my founding of this organization in, in about like October of 2022, I took a Google form survey around school. Basically, it was a question saying, what's your biggest stressor? Because all of us have different stressor stressors, but the biggest one that was appealed to that Google form was the academic pressure that we have. And this could be caused by family conflict. And that's going into my second point. Family conflict is also something within school that can be really, really stressful because of the academic pressure that they put on us. Like, hey, like if you're not doing enough, the parental expectations they have, the standards they have, and sometimes you feel like you're not meeting those standards. Another thing is the peer pressure that can happen within schools. Everyone feeling like, oh, if I don't do this, then I'm not gonna fit in and I'm just gonna be by myself. This develops anxiety, self-esteem issues among teenagers and can also result into bullying, which is, you know, whether it's in person or online is something that significantly can impact teenagers' mental health, leading also to stress and anxiety. So when it's talking about school stressors, definitely academic pressures, peer pressure, bullying, family contact, uh, conflict are really, really big key stressors that happens for high schoolers typically. Those are all great points that you brought up. Another thing that I'd like to mention with the school stressors is how sometimes it can be like the reverse. Sometimes family things or conflicts or issues that are happening within the home can kind of bleed into that school life. And this is another one of the, like, the stresses I think that some students face, at least from what I've seen, is that some students who are having their own family conflicts within school, they're feeling more anxious, more worried. They aren't focusing as much. And there, there are all these other kinds of problems that need to be like addressed first. And sometimes certain faculty and teachers can sort of overlook these issues and kind of sum it up to the student being more lackadaisical or not really interested in the subject whereas they have other kinds of commitments or problems that are happening that they're not able to like properly address or even communicate to like a higher level so that's another stressor that I think was like important to highlight and then also, like the academic pressure, I think it's really seen a lot in the, in different kinds of communities, especially whether when you're in a high achieving community or a high achieving school. So I attend a school where there's a lot of students who have the drive to be successful and be the best and be the number one. And at that point in a school environment, I think that the pressure of becoming the best or being number one academic wise, it can be a lot to put on the surroundings of the people around us. And then as well as that social pressures, it's not really experienced in my school, but I know globally throughout the entire world, there's always like standard to fit in and to be perfect and to align with whatever the state of normal is, even though we really don't have a definition as to what that is ourselves. So everyone's trying to become this idealized, perfect version of themselves, even when as humans, we all have flaws 
else. And that's all really just natural. So there's always that high peer pressure that I think you were mentioning. That's really important to talk about as well. Yes, I, I definitely agree. Those are very, like, really good key points, especially, like, the reversed part as well and how, like, our school lives can be affected by what's going on personally. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, so I think another key stressor that I'm seeing among my own peers and through a lot of people in my area and my community is from social media itself. So social media, at least, it's sort of a glamorized version of our own lives, even though there are a lot of people nowadays trying to make it seem that social media isn't everything exactly what it seems and that everyone is just human beings. People on social media, the second you have access to social media, you're able to see more of the in-depth parts of like a person's life or whatever they're doing at that exact moment. And that can also lead to some people feeling lonely or left out when a group of friends can post something and you weren't invited. Or let's say if people were posting their dream expectations and their goals, yes, we're achieving these things. And if you're, that's just what your entire feed is, sometimes that can make a person also feel more down and dejected rather than feeling optimistic and happy all the time. So I think social media is another one of the key stress factors that plays into our generation's mental health. Yes, I totally agree with that. And especially during the summertime, like especially for those teens that don't really have anywhere to go or anything to do, whether it's financial reasons or if it's just you know, parents can't take the day off. And then when we're seeing like all of our friends going to like Europe or going to California and having the time of our lives, it really does make us feel like, oh, you know, I'm not living my best life. And it makes us feel isolated. It makes us kind of sad for ourselves. Another thing on top of that regarding social media stressors is like body image issues, especially among like teenage girls. I would say there's unrealistic societal standards of beauty coupled with the influence of media and social media that can contribute to low self-esteem and stress, especially like those late nights when, you know, girls are feeling insecure about their bodies because they see like Instagram models that have these amazing like bodies of like small waists and curves that they dream of. And then this can result into getting an eating disorder because they're trying to fit that vision because, you know, whether they're getting like fat shamed or society is just looking down upon them, they become insecure, develop eating disorders such as anorexia or bulimia or binge eating disorders, which can just be very unhealthy for a teenage girl growing up. And it could just really pressure them, distort them from their body image, have a desire of controlling themselves. It will be harmful eating and potentially can be life-threatening consequences. This can also, you know, instead of an eating disorder, this can also fall back into substance abuse as well. Many teenagers turn to alcohol and drugs when um, things don't go their way or if there's a certain thing that they're like craving. It's a way for them to cope with their stress. Also, on top of that, with the peer pressure, emotional difficulties, social media is just something that can cause a lot of negative things such as, you know, body image issues, substance abuse and eating disorders. Yeah, I'm actually really glad that you brought up the body image issues part because that's another huge thing that I think that our generation specifically is going through a lot more. Even through the test of time, I think the body image standard within women has just been changing. In the 1920s, you have the idea of being like paper thin, kind of like that 
model like where it's just there's no curves it's just very flat and then later on when you come to like the 50s and the 60s you still want the hourglass body shape and so it's constantly changing and I think it is another really important message to put out that your body isn't determined by the current standard since the standard is always changing and your mental health you shouldn't as much as it as 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 it is hard to do so you shouldn't try and let your mental health get be affected by these standards because they are constantly changing in the first place. So I think that's another really great point that you brought up with social media and regarding that kind of aspect of our lives. So I think that it's also really interesting to like to note that sometimes that these buildups of stress can lead into other kinds of complications that can affect our lives. So I think you're the more qualified person to talk about that since I haven't necessarily gone as much in depth with an organization such as your own. So would you want to talk about how these buildups of stress can lead to other kinds of ideas and other kinds of complications within a person? Yeah, of course. So when it comes to stress, whether it's school stress or social media stress or, you know, anything else stress, it usually takes a lot of a big toll on our mental health and that being said also our physical health it can drain our energy it can make us more anxious it can make us more tired but we have to realize that like stress is just something that happens it's something no matter how old you are um if you're in your 40s or if you're in your you know teenage years stress is just something that happens but over time it just changes like what kind of stress you have we just have to make sure to prioritize ourselves before others because our body is our temple like we were talking about before um with the body image issues no matter what kind of stress you have it will take a toll on yourself which can really really impact your day-to-day life and quality of life as well i think a lot of us use the factor that our friends have stress issues just like us but we try helping our friends instead of us as a distraction Um, That's something that's really common within teenagers as well, because helping others can distract you from your own issues. But I think it's really important that we prioritize ourselves and make sure to prioritize kind of like a self-care routine, making sure we have enough sleep at night and eating a balanced diet, exercising regularly, making time for our hobbies and passions and trying to learn how to time manage. As I said before, I mean, although we have school and we have, you know, extracurriculars, volunteering, homework, studying, we also have to make time for ourselves. Occasionally, maybe once every two weeks, taking ourselves out to lunch and stuff like that. Things, small things that can make us happy can really go a long way. And especially that buildup of stress that can make us, you know, very anxious and tired. It's important that we take a step back from everything that's going on in life sometimes and just be there for ourselves because our body and our mental health and you are control in control of yourself. So I think encouraging that is something that will really, really help when it when it's really tough. Yeah, those were all really amazing points, especially at the end where you were talking about the ways that we can help alleviate some of that stress that we're facing and going through. I think that another thing that's also important to note is that to the listeners and whoever is watching this episode, that the feelings that you are having, that they're okay. And those feelings are completely normal and regular to have. It's just important that when you're feeling stressed, we do find another way to sort of remove that kind of pain and that burden off your shoulders. So aside from self-care, I think another one, if you do have that resource, is to talk to someone that you trust or to talk to a professional because they'll have the knowledge and the expertise to empathize with what you're going through. So that can either be talking to a therapist or talking to a close friend or a loved one. 
And then another one that I wanted to bring up was specifically related to exercise or meditation or yoga or just something physical that can help release some of the stress that you're going through. So specifically with exercise, exercise is gener- like is chemically and anatomically inducing to help release dopamine, other like positive chemicals that can help bring you some joy when you're doing it, even though it might be difficult or hard. And, or if you're not really the, big, the biggest fan of exercise, deep breathing techniques such as meditation or other kinds of breathing techniques can be really beneficial when you are going through these kinds of stressful things. But the most important thing I think is to find something that works for you because every person's form of self-care is going to be different. And you don't need to follow the glamorized version in social media saying, I did 20,000 things for in a workout. I was super productive. I was, I'm amazing today. No, it's okay if you just have a slow day. It's okay if you just listen to music and you stay in bed all day. As long as you have a way to relax and recharge and come back the next day where you're able to become more productive and just be make every day better than the last one, even though better may not be being more productive. Better can also be a rest day. I think that's another really important thing to note. So would you have any other things that you would like to add about stress relieving things, Abha? I just wanted to say, like, I completely agree with what you're saying. And I think it's really important that teenagers know, and especially in social media and YouTube and TikTok, we see, like, these really big influencers kind of with these huge, like, titles saying, like, oh, I'm going to eat, like, a thousand calories today. I'm going to be super productive and do a thousand things. Like, we know sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. As long as you do something like one thing or two things a day that is productive or something that can help your mental health, then I think, in, you know, in spite, despite of everything, you know, you're doing good. You know, small progress is better than no progress. And definitely reaching out to therapists with my share of interviewing them. I've learned the experience that they've had with clients and things like that. And if you need like a resource, our Dress Teen Stress website has a whole page of resources from um, national crisis hotlines to suicide links to bullying and eating disorders and we also have a bunch of therapists that we've interviewed that we like to recommend to our audience as well so make sure to always take advantage of the internet take advantage of websites and organizations such as addressing stress in order to help yourself in order to have a better quality of life yeah, that was a great way to close it out. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Abha, for being here today. So as we close out, I just want to say, make sure that you follow Address Teen Stress across all social media platforms. They're an amazing organization with a great initiative and goal in mind. And it'd be amazing if you can help that out. Additionally, you should follow Gen Z Matters on Instagram and subscribe to us on YouTube in order to stay tuned whenever the next episode comes out. Thank you everyone for listening and have a great day.